Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of May 19th through 25th, 2018. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of website updates. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing over the weekend. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. beforehand. A virtual homebrew website club met on May 23rd at Central European Time. You can find a link to notes from the meetup at indieweb.org slash events slash 2018-05-23-homebrew-website-club. Join us next week for Homebrew Website Club on May 29th in Baltimore and on May 30th in Nuremberg and San Francisco, along with a virtual Homebrew Website Club at U.S. Eastern Time. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at indieweb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a homebrew website club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about homebrew website club, including tips for how to organize your own, at indieweb.org hwc. Registration is open for the 2018 IndieWeb Summit, which will take place on Tuesday, June 26th and Wednesday, June 27th in Portland, Oregon. The two-day summit will take place before Open Source Bridge, which is celebrating its 10th and final year on Friday, June 29th. Learn more and register for the summit now at 2018.indieweb.org. All IndieWeb events follow the IndieWeb Code of Conduct, which can be found at indieweb.org coc. And all IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. In IndieWeb-related events, iAnnotate 2018, a conference about annotation on the web, will be held on June 6th and 7th in San Francisco. IndieWeb community member Dan Gilmore is slated to give a talk, along with John Udell, about using annotations in the newsroom. Learn more at iAnnotate.org 2018. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Keith J. Grant published an updated version 1.1.0 of OmniBear, a browser extension for Chrome and Firefox which makes it quick to create reply posts on MicroPub-enabled websites. New in this version are some bug fixes for authentication, syndication, reply posts, and new logging functionality. Aaron Davis at ReadWriteRespond.com published Finding the Tools to Sing, a Reflection on Big B Blogging. 
In it, Davis joins a larger conversation about so-called Big B versus Little B blogging. The discussion brings him back to something that interests him about the indie web, saying, quote, The focus is not just about content, but how content is presented. This focus on what and how stems from a why of developing a demonstrably better web. And now, a selection of this week's updates from IndieWeb.org. New Community Members Tristan Havilick joins us from TristanHavilick.com. Tristan hails from Denver, Colorado, and is, quote, a thinker, software engineer and manager, reader, armchair scientist, and amateur philosopher. If you haven't already, now is a good time to create your own user page. It's a great way to introduce yourself to the IndieWeb community and to collect the things that you are working on or want to work on for your personal website. For more details, visit IndieWeb.org slash wikifying. Community and Concepts Callum Ryan has renewed work on IndieWeb Guides. Available at IndieWebGuides.org, the site aims to document the IndieWeb community for non-technical users, with a structure and presentation inspired by sites like Gov.uk. Collaboration is welcome via a repository on GitHub. Services and Organizations Users of Twitter who would like to once again see tweets in chronological order and escape the service's so-called algorithmic feed may want to check out a use of the silo's advanced search feature. Through a feature first mentioned by Andy Bio, the search can be coerced into displaying tweets from all of your following list in chronological order. Lindy Developer has made a similar feature available at ohmytimeline.com. Similarly, advanced search can be used to simulate an on-this-day feature showing tweets from this calendar day in past years. Eli Mellon at eli.li published micro.wiki, resources for micro.blog. In it, Mellon captures links to useful pieces about the IndieWeb-friendly microblogging service, including resources to get started with micro.blog, discovering content and people on the service, using WordPress with micro.blog, alternative apps for posting, and other community resources. Mellon plans to keep this post up to date as he receives new suggestions. The European Union's General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, began its enforcement period this week on May 25th. Some notable updates on IndieWeb.org this week include discussion of blockchain and how certain uses of the immutable data storage technology could violate GDPR, author Charles Strauss posting a GDPR notice on his personal site, and a piece from The Guardian which notes that the torrent of GDPR notice emails from various services may in fact be a violation under the GDPR. IndieWeb Development If you'd like to let visitors to your site know what data you collect about them, and how you use it, if at all, you may want to check out the Disclosure page, which now includes examples from IndieWeb community members Daniel Goldsmith and Sebastian Greger, both of which have been updated recently. Folks who use IndieAuth.com to sign in using their website and authenticate with their Twitter identity will find that it has recently broken... Sometime around May 21st, Twitter began rendering profile pages with JavaScript, 
removing the rel equals me backlinks that are needed for indieauth.com to verify that a particular Twitter account and a particular domain belong to the same person. Other new pages added to indieweb.org this week include Cargo Cult Antipattern, LastCast, and Pattern Library. Follow the links in the newsletter to learn more about or add detail to these new terms. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News Services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode comes from Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org.